Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. Facial hair! Nope, 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 nope. I'm already drunk. <laughs> Record. 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 Go. Woo! I don't know why that made me laugh. Hi, Shannon. Hello, friend. How are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? I have no hair. <laughs> A pull. Shock me. Shock me. Shock me with your deviant behavior. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I pulled a Britney on myself. Like you do. Like you do. You already had bangs, so. <laughs> I. Unlike most people, I look good with bangs. So it's not like I do that as a thing and it's like, uh-oh. Okay. I actually look cute with bangs. So, um, yeah, I, let's just start there. Uh, so two weeks ago when I broke up with my bitch ex, who we need to come up with a good <laughs> nickname for, um, I was like, I can't talk to you for a while. And she was like, how long? And I go, two weeks, very confidently, right? Like, I definitely know it's going to take me two weeks. Um, and at two weeks, I didn't want to talk to her. I was still feeling pretty pissy about some shit. And I was like, if I talk to her, I'm just going to be like, you're fucking bitch, right? So like, I didn't, I wasn't ready to talk to her yet. Um, so Shannon, if someone says, I need space, maybe about two weeks, and the two weeks rolls around, and you don't hear from them, what do you do? Just wait longer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean... Because you were the one that was like, I need space, I can't talk to you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, right. So I'm just going to keep waiting till you are ready to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe at about three weeks, I might just send you a text and be like, hey, how's it going? Right. Right. If I if it starts to be way too long and you're like, okay, I do need I do need some closure here if we're never going to speak to each other again or some shit like I can see that. Right. Like three weeks being or or at two weeks, if you're like you really miss the person and you're like, God, I fucked this up and I want to get back together being like, hey, I really miss you. And I hope we can talk soon because I've been thinking of you a lot. Right. Like something positive. Yeah. But do you know what you don't do? <laughs> what? Um. Sounds like you're going to tell us. I'm going so to fucking tell what you. What don't you do? Not that this is based on personal no, um, experience at all whatsoever. don't send a super long fucking text that's like 12, dissertation. Inches, 12 inches long of texting that is like, I never want to date you again. And we had major issues. I can't get over some of the things you said and did. Bitch, what the fuck did I do? I don't even care. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what you think I did to wrong you. And <laughs> yeah. So I decided that there was nothing that I could say to her ridiculous fucking book of a text that would make the situation any better. Right? Like you think, you know, this is a therapy thing that I've done. Like you can, you can have three goals in a situation. Your actual goal, which in this case, I don't have one and I don't know what my goal is. Uh, Self-respect, which is one of the goals that I really needed a lot more of. And the relationship. So like the only thing where I'm like, I really need more of is self-respect in this case. And so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to not fucking respond to her because nothing I say can make this any better. Yeah. But I think that was the right call. I got home and I was just fucking furious just i was just so pissed because she keeps being like you know we had really bad communication you know and 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 different like different goals and different expectations like you never communicated with me or told me your expectations so like, You're like bitch i told you thrice i fucking what my goals and expectations were i did tell her thrice i told her thrice <sighs> so and at any point of those times she also could have been like whoa this is too much yeah. whoa like this was not I what need i wanted to take it back down and actually which she did say oh i i just thought we would continue our friendship just put a label on it but she was totally that giving was, you mixed that, messages that was six sure. weeks into our relationship that was we were already on the breakup train at that point yeah like we were already two two 
you're headed to the land of things not working anymore. <laughs> like, you waited way too long to fucking tell me that. That's something you say at day one when you ask somebody out. Hey, I want you to be my girlfriend. And what I'm thinking that would be would be like this. Right. Because she's Polly. She has multiple partners. And it's everyone knows if you are in the lifestyle, whatever lifestyle you choose, mm-hmm. especially if you have multiple partners, it's really important to be upfront day one yeah. with your expectations. Yep. And you had seen her with her other partner, so you just assumed, mm-hmm. which is logical, right? that you would get same treatment. That I would get upgraded to the same level as the other partners. That yes. is what I thought. That is what I thought was going to happen, which was not an unreasonable assumption. Like, yes, I did make an assumption, but I don't think my assumption was crazy or out of line at all. No, absolutely not. So... Um, so yeah, I went home. So Maggie's single, y'all. Yeah, I am. I hey, am. hey, play. We, we talked about that last time because Patrick did reach out to me, which did was you, nice. Did uh, you turn on those uh, dating profiles yet? No, I don't want to date anybody ever again. I'm so fucking pissed <laughs> off. I hate everybody. Although I did like fuck the sex team one weekend, so that was good. That's good. I did that. It was good. Always good to call your team in for a good rebound bang. Always good to call the team in. But yeah, so I went home because I was out with a friend when my bitch ex um, texted me that dissertation on why we should never date again. And I just was got fucking pissed off. And I took a pair of scissors outside and my clippers and I just like cut off hunks of hair like a crazy person, and then ran this buzzer over my head. You had thought about that, though, before you did it. Yes. Yep. I have a three-day... put some feelers out there, too, on social media. I had said that I was thinking about it, that I couldn't be trusted at the moment not to do it. Never, and, like, everybody was very supportive of it. But it was actually very nice. Because we all love a good head shave. Everybody loves a good head shave. I actually am pulling it off well. Yes. I think. I think it looks pretty good yeah, on me. Yeah, it looks great. I look awesome. My friend shaved her head on a whim one time, and she's been bald ever since. Amazing. She fucking loves it. That's great. Like, bald. Yeah. Like, that's too, what you have is too long for her. Yes. This this is a buzz cut. It's at a three, for those of you who know what that means. That's the... She's in the army now. I'm in the army now. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. Fucking Lauren is a boiled bitch. She's a fucking bitch. I don't being his bitch in the whole I'm being his Okay, so here's the thing. Like, technically, I am the one who broke up with her uh, because she made me feel really bad about myself and question my value as a human all the time. And I did not want that. And she would tell me, like, this is what you want or, like, this is what you think or this is how you are. And those things did not. Well, t- your feelings are wrong and you need to change them. I was like, I mean, that doesn't represent how I see myself, but okay. Like, she painted this picture of me in her head as this, like, controlling and domineering bitch. And I'm not that. Like, I have a lot of anxiety. I never tried. She said she loved you and wanted you to be her girlfriend. You, your reaction to those words were 1000% normal. Thank you. I think so. I think... You're my girlfriend? Great. I'd like to spend more time with you. Yeah. Not squeezy in when you got the time. Right. You're not a side piece. You said you loved me. Right. I'm more than a side piece. I am more than a... I felt like a side piece. So, yeah. Um, that is that story. And, oh, and so, like, I also just decided, too, she sent me that thing. It really felt like she was trying to get the upper hand to, like, win the breakup. And she just, like, has these things of me where she's like, you think this, you believe this. And I was like, I don't want a girlfriend who makes me feel like shit about myself all the time. And I don't want a friend who doesn't fucking understand me at all. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that I'm this per- And she was like, I really hope that we can go back to hanging out. I was just like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Didn't say shit. I just unfriended her on all of the me- social media. I just got rid of her everywhere. I don't fucking, ugh, fuck. Stupid bitch. So that's that story, and I'm bald now. Because mine is a 
That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, let's jump into white that's, men. That's we- the type of karaoke I can do when I can make up voices and shit. I love it. Mm-hmm. White men we hate. We're back to DeSantis again. He's out of fucking control. He belongs to the cult of Trump. He doesn't, though. He's trying to, like, differentiate himself from that. He's not, but he's just though. like He's a copycat. That's what it is, right. He's trying to be like, I'm not that guy. I'm just exactly like him in every way. <laughs> I don't support him. I'm just I'm exactly not like him. Summer of Sam. I am son of Sam. There. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Florida, he, he was really excited about this thing that's called the Stop Woke Act. You guys, woke just means that you are, like, aware of other people's feelings and experiences outside of your own. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bullshit. It's called being considerate and seeing things from a different perspective mm-hmm. and taking time out of your busy-ass, pompous day to do so. The law, championed by Governor Ron DeSantis prohibits employers in Florida from forcing worker, workers to attend diversity training that could make them feel uncomfortable or guilty. It also bans any talk of advantages or disadvantages based on race. You guys. You guys. He's literally trying to stop the DEI movement. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because the white men's feelings are hurt. Yeah, well, white men, you've been being fucking pieces of shit for literal centuries. Literally. Just like hundreds upon hundreds of years. And then being like, I worked hard to get where I got. Wiping your eyes with your $20 bills. (laughs) I love that, Jeff. Of, um... (laughs) In zombie land. Yeah. They're using real money to wipe their tears. So, yeah. Uh, fuck, fuck DeSantis again, continually. Piece of shit. All right. What do you got? Anything good? Nothing to talk about? I had shit to talk about. I told you funny stories earlier and I've already forgotten them. Ugh. Uh, content? Should we talk about content? What you been watching lately? <laughs> I've been so busy the last week. With our new exchange student running around doing shit for her. What are you doing? With, what are you doing with your exchange student? She, well, enrolling her in school. Mm-hmm. She also wishes to play a sport, so we've spent a lot of time getting sport physicals and meeting the team and going to practice. She has practice every day. I was gonna say, so that's just like a minimal time commitment, right? Yeah, you've never had one of your students want to do a like majorly time commitment extracurricular before no they've all tried to dabble lisa did basketball but it was like once a week through a church league so they went to practice twice a week and then played on saturdays and then tina tried to join the tennis team but she didn't even make it past like tryouts because she was like oh this is really intense Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's it's been busy yeah I mean, when I was Catherine's age, when I was in elementary school, like, we had ballet once a week. We had swimming once a week, right? And my mom would, like, there was nothing in Dexter at the time, so my mom would try to, like, cram everything all into one night, so we only had to go drive into Ann Arbor once a Mm -hmm. week, right? So it would be, like, Maggie's swim class, Joe's swim class, Maggie's dance class, Joe's dance class. Mm -hmm. (laughs) From, you know... 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Smash mm-hmm. it all in there. We did watch She-Hulk. You watched it. Oh, I She-Hulk watched it. was delightful. I'm a Love fan. It. I can't wait for more. I'm very excited. Yeah. I For those of you who haven't watched Orphan Black, like that is something that I wrecked for a really long time on the podcast when, I, when it was on, when I was watching it. Um, so the actress who plays She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany, she played all of the characters on Orphan Black, and she was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, very excited to see her be in something again. So. And then Tahani Al-Jamil is in it, too? hmm <laughs> Yes. Jamila Jamil. But Jamila Jamil. T- Tahani from The Good Place. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, Orphan Black and The Good Place are two of my just, like, most yeah. favorite. Yeah. Um, I tried to watch Lightyear, and I was bored. 
I turned it off. The movie? Yeah. Oh, is that on Disney Plus already? It's on Disney Plus. Cool, cool, cool. And I was bored. I couldn't mm-hmm. watch it. I was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> How's that go again? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I found a really good book, little book series to read on my little shit app. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Vampire Donor. And there's two books right now. And it actually has, it's one of the better books that I've read through this app. Oh. Um, I, I, re- I started reading it because it was like paranormal erotica. Like I like all the juicy sex scenes on, in these trash books. Mm-hmm. But it ended up sucking me in. And it was like a, it was a vampire novel about uh, this girl who's just in a really tight spot. And she sells herself to be a, basically a blood bank to a really high up. Um, vampire and then like shit hits the fan yeah uh there's all sorts of drama and action adventure and politics and and it was just a really great character development a really cute book um it took me till chapter 25 to get a sex scene you know so um they didn't bang right away oh i'm goodness i know oh i'm goodness and there's a lot of backstabbing a lot of side stories going on everything's kind of intertwined inter intermixed intermingled and it, it's been really good so i just i finished i kind of powered through one this weekend and finished the second one today and like there's lots more story to tell and it's only book two so god knows when the next one will come out mm-hmm. but um i was actually pretty impressed with the writing uh it did get a little wordy which some people love, you know, extra details um, about sights and sounds and backstories and stuff. But I was not enjoying the additional narrative when it was in the middle of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like if we're having a conversation walking through catacombs underneath Rome, I already know what Parisian catacombs look like from like movies and other books and shit. Yeah. So I don't need... A blow by blow of the Roman catacombs in the middle of a conversation. Mm-hmm. So if like you want to set it up before the conversation starts, go ahead. But she would like do both. They would set it up and then start a conversation as they're walking, and then describe the catacombs again. And I'm just like, oh. and I just kind of found myself like scrolling, 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 scrolling to get to the action because mm-hmm. I was really invested in the action. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, the relationships and shit that was going on. So we'll see. We'll see. It was a good one. I watched um, Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. Oh, yeah. That's been out for a little bit. That's it has Mormon been out for a little bit. Documentary. I love documentaries. I love docu-series. Um, yeah, this one's pretty intense. It's about fundamentalist Mormons. So there is a prophet, right, for the fundamentalist Mormons, and he has... Like 50 wives. He has an insane number of like wives. Like Jesus or yeah. like no Peter? I mean, <laughs> no, the prophet, I don't know, man. He's more, the head of the church. Listen, he's called the prophet. it's just, it's just Christianity it's just a- fanfic. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. The Mormon church is Christianity fanfic that gets a tax deduction. <laughs> You're so smart. You're so um, smart. I've never thought of it that way. That's amazing. But the 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 prophet dad dies and like he has a stroke at first and his son starts taking over and then when he dies the son's like I'm the prophet. You guys know I'm the prophet, right? You think I'm the prophet. And he just started doing like the most weird shit. Most fucked up and weird shit. I mean, he like they don't vote on a new prophet. It's inherited. It wasn't supposed to be. He just manipulated everything. Oh, so they should have voted on a new prophet, a new leader for well, their group. It wasn't supposed to be voted on like God was supposed to pick somebody. Actually, the previous prophet was never supposed to die. So they were all very confused when he did die. <laughs> I'm not lying. It was God's will. I'm not lying. But then, it's because he was marrying off 14-year-olds. Well, and no. So them. it's the son. It's the son who takes oh, over as the, the prophet started. who started 
yeah, so when the Olympics came to Salt Lake City, he was like, this is going to be the end of us. And he moved everybody out of the city and into... Or the start of your sex trade industry. Compound. Come on, man. Like, he moved them out into the middle of fucking nowhere because the world was, like, Salt Lake City was going to collapse because of the Olympics, mm-hmm. right? And then he just starts getting, like, more and more wild and he is marrying off... 14-year-olds specific, particularly if those 14-year-old girls had... Um, Periods? No. Interest in boys? That. Or opinions. Oh, can't if they have were, opinions. If they were strong-willed girls in any way, he would marry them off young. So it was... Um, I mean, it's disturbing, but it's also fascinating mm-hmm. and interesting. So... If you feel up to it, I would wreck it. But if you're like, I don't want to see a story about... Because, like, the girls who were married off at 14 are now women our age, and they're talking about it. You know, I mean, not quite our age, but because um, we're talking about early 2000s. So they were teenagers then. So, like, but, like, adults, they're in their 30s mm-hmm. now, you know. So, like, it's it's interesting. It's... it's yeah. So that, I also watched all of Ted Lasso, which I'd never watched. Excellent. Did I you love it? Fucking loved it. It's so it. good. I love it so hard. I fucking loved it. How did I not watch that yet? Fucking love what's his face, the angry one. Uh yeah, Roy Kent. Yeah, Roy Kent. Roy Kent. He has a podcast. Does he? Yeah. He's oh. super interesting and has an Instagram. I've I started following him because I really like the actor. Yeah, who he's, plays him? He's really like he's so that good. Last on that season show. though got really weird and dark. It did. Yeah, it did. That that nightclub episode was. I probably could have done without what, it. What uh, this Coach Beard story? Yeah, the one? Coach Beard. I thought episode. it was very. <laughs> it was weird, but I thought it was funny. I was like, "This is utterly ludicrous. What is going on?" Um, I also watched all of Schmigadoon. Yeah. So that was... Oh, I was upset that the assistant coach, like... Nathan. Nathan turned so hard. Nathan like, turned so hard. that was really disappointing. Yeah. Will had said that to me. He was yeah. like, I really hate what they did with Nathan in the second season. And Jess went, mm, because I was only at the beginning of the second season uh, yet yeah. then. So, like, I didn't know, you know, what, what was going on with him. all his trauma manifesting. I know. It is. It's really... It not is, letting it go, even though he's been accepted. It is sad. So... Yeah, so Ted Lasso was great. Schmigadoon was silly and fun. I enjoyed that. Um, let's see. What else is on my list? I finished Never Have I Ever. I started Boo Bitch. It was not good. I, but I I love teen dramas and comedies. I love <laughs> teen shows and teen movies. Boo Bitch is just a limited series, though. There's not more to it. Did you finish Riverdale? No. It got too fucking weird. And yeah, I stopped watching it halfway through season two so did i i stopped watching yeah. like season one was very enjoyable season one was great and then season two just started getting fucking weirder and weirder kind of it was kind of like it reminded me of pretty little liars when i was watching that mm-hmm. like i got into the first few episodes and then i looked it up because i heard it was books and then when i realized it was seven books i was like fuck this yeah like any closure after season one honey i am not sticking around for <laughs> seven seasons of this bullshit yeah so there's a um adam's family show Reboot. coming oh, out a show oh yeah. fun it's called wednesday so it's about nice. wednesday adams and is wednesday all grown up nope she's in school oh i was like is she all grown up being played by christina ricci because that'd be great actually Hang on a sec. I think she's in it. But maybe I made that up, so now I have to check myself. Well, I can look it up while you're telling your story. Christina Ricci's in it. Oh, you know who's playing Wednesday? I almost texted you this. Is Jenna Ortega, who played young... Um, oh, fuck. What is the name of that fake telenovela that we loved? Oh, yeah. the The Virgin. Jane the Virgin. So... Young Jane, Jenna Ortega, who played young Jane for the show, ah, is playing okay. Wednesday Adams Fun. now. So that is going to be delightful. And um, Catherine Zeta-Jones is Morticia. Fun. And Luis Guzman is Gomez. Love it. And he's Pete, so funny. He's very funny. He was 
Oh, no. That's the other. People are being shitty about it. Right. So people always talk about like how Gomez and Morticia have the perfect love, which I agree with. I do love their love. But now they're like, oh, fat Gomez. I don't know what Adam's family they've been watching. But they were watching I've Raul Julia. Always thought that Gomez was funny looking. Yeah. And mismatched to the beauty of Morticia. Well, if you look at the original comic, because it was just a hand-drawn comic. Yeah. He's like short and fat. There it is. Gomez is short and fat. He's short and fat in the cartoon movies, too. He's short and fat. I mean, Raul Julia was like... I mean, he's good looking. He's good looking. But he was still, like, unique looking. Yes. He wasn't, like, traditionally handsome. Right. He He wasn't wasn't Brad Pitt. He wasn't being played by... Could have been Brad Pitt with black hair. Right. Right. He wasn't Could have been Antonio Banderas. Right. Like, Antonio Banderas would have been an amazing Gomez because he's, like, hot and Latino, you know? But, like, they went with a, a unique actor with a unique background. Yeah. Gomez has always been unique. I agree. I'm with you. Do you want to know what else I fucking found out? John Astin, who was who played Gomez in the 60s on the TV show mm-hmm. and the like made for TV movies and stuff, uh-huh. is Sean Astin's father. What? I My brain. Hashtag today days old. Yeah. Yesterday days old up. for me. But yeah, John Astin. And he's 92. <laughs> like... Um, I, my brain, I can't handle it. It's t- that is his dad? That's his dad. John Aston is Sean Aston's father. Gosh, I'm kind of glad he looks like his mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was I'm like, just being reminded by what John looks like. Yeah. Who's not that handsome? Right. You know? He also is kind of weird looking. Gomez yeah. is weird looking. I think Luis Guzman is going to do a great job. Yeah. Fuck and people. I fuck the haters. And Gomez and Morticia still have a perfect love, even if Gomez looks like unconventional. Unconventional. More unconventional than he usually does. Right. But he was uh, the original cartoon, he was short and fat. So the just, movie cartoon, he is short and fat too. Just like him and yeah. Fester look a lot more alike in the cartoon movie. Whoop! There it is. Than and you know than in the the real life movies. Also, I'll, let's I'll just pretend that we didn't notice that uh, Gomez is Hispanic and Fester is not. <laughs> well, it's t- tomato, it's tomato. <laughs> They're brothers. Brothers from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote on my list, there's a cicada or sh- some shit in my room. <laughs> so, it just Are you trying to sing you to sleep, Maggie? Screams. They know you like that white noise. It just screams, just screams in the night. <sighs> I moved out to the living room and I could still hear it. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. So guess who has two thumbs and had three coffees today? <laughs> this lady. <laughs> This lady right here. Thanks. Yeah. Gonna get those bowels moving. Oh man. So that is terrible, and I really hope that it's gone tonight. I hope it does not exist anymore. I have a fly in my house, and it does not look like Jeff Goldblum. It's on my computer here, coming mm-hmm. your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was landing over here on me. If I just open the door, he'll fly out. I am somehow going to Disney with my whole family. <laughs> what? Yeah. Accidental Disney trip? An accidental Disney trip. I mean, right. It sounds like something you and I would do together. It fully does, which is how I'm confused that I got roped <laughs> into this on my own. <laughs> what? 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 Shannon? <laughs> right. Why isn't Shannon here? Um, okay. So my parents last year in March went to this condo and um they were there for like a couple weeks and they had a really really good time and they wanted me to come there and I tried at the front end and I tried at the back end 
of their trip. And I really couldn't get a good flight. Like I couldn't get a good flight situation. I couldn't get a reasonable price that I wanted to pay. It was too close to spring break. I was just kind of like, and I didn't end up going. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were like, we really want to go back and we want everybody to come this year. And then Joseph and Ashley. Where is this condo? Cocoa Beach? Cocoa Beach. Oh, perfect. Nice little beach town. Yeah. To rent like a house or a or a skyrise condo on the beach and yeah. go have a little mini beach vacation. Yeah. Fun. And Joe and Ashley were both like, fuck a beach vacation. I don't want a fucking beach vacation. We're going to Disney. You know what? Just leave the kid at the beach with you <laughs> and you can haul your cookies an hour west to fucking Disney and have fun by yourself. My mom and dad my there's mom. so much to do in Cocoa beach there's nasa yeah there's ron johns yeah everyone could go get a family tattoo we could all get tattoos together you can ride bikes on the beach they have that nice hard sand you can rent dune buggies on the beach you can all learn how to surf yeah well so joe and ashley were like this is not what we want so we're we're gonna do we're gonna do a disney trip for this thing okay have fun at disney we're going to Cocoa no nope, we're all going to disney <sighs> and somehow i like I don't know, I, like, they were talking about it, and I hadn't made any kind of decision, and they were like, these are the dates we're looking at, this is the plane flight we're looking at, I need one of you guys to buy it on your Delta card, or do you want to buy it on your Delta card so you get the, like, points, because, you know, we're not getting a Delta card, and and then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, I don't want to be the only one not going, I don't want to be alone, and so now I'm going, and I'm like, I hate all of this, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> But like, I also don't want to miss... I'm getting you and Zelda a shirt that says here for the pools. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. I say that. I'm surprised that that wasn't already a shirt that you right? had to have it custom made. I did. Because kids at Disney, you ask them what their favorite part was, and they tell you... The pool. All the fucking time. The pool. The pool. Their I'm favorite thing. Catherine thrice now, <laughs> and her favorite part is always... The pool. Her favorite part's the pool. So, yeah, I don't know how I got roped into this. And then Candy, like, before it was like, yeah, I'll give you the money for the flight so that you're not, like, leaving this high balance on your credit card. And then I find out that she's not actually paying for our flights. So, like, I think I'm getting a flight paid for and I'm not. And (laughs) And then she, like, looks at me dead in the face and is like, you don't get a hotel room. And I was like, I do if I pay for one, asshole. Right. Right. I mean, I don't really have the money to be fucking around with that. But like, I do if Julie comes and stays with me and gets me 40% off. That's right. God damn it. (laughs) I actually had Julie check. Um, Well, we are staying in a two bedroom villa. Oh, fun. So everyone's going to stay in the same suite, a villa? Yeah. Interesting. So it's two. It's got... um, a living room and a whole ki- a full kitchen because that's like the the villas are the um they're the like, disney vacation club but what is the thing that they really are timeshares like, oh yeah time, yeah they're timeshares mm-hmm. so they are selling them as these like home away from homes even if they're still disney hotels so it's got two bedrooms one bedroom has a king bed the other bedroom has two queen beds and there's a bunch of pullouts in the living room. So there's like a, two pullout couches and a pullout twin chair or something like that. Or just one pullout couch and a pullout chair. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Pullout couch and a pullout twin chair. And so my mom's like, and then Maggie can sleep in the living room. And I'm like, God damn it, you guys. You all no. wake up. At six o'clock in the fucking morning and make breakfast and what are you supposed to grab your pillows and go lay in the king size bed Ugh. and once they evacuate it? I literally don't know what they think. They're just like, Well, Maggie is single and therefore should be punished. <laughs> like just get yourself a family, Maggie, and you can have a whole bedroom. That's okay? right. That's right. God. When I visit Jenny, she'll kick my parents out of her studio room for mm-hmm. Scott, Catherine, and I to yeah. all sleep in there together. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so funny. That is great. Cheryl fucking hates it. <laughs> they get demoted to couches downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, uh, Maggie is... So... I actually told Ashley not to say this to Candy. I was like, don't 
because she will be pissed and she will hate it because we were talking about, you know, two hotel rooms and Ashley was like, why aren't we sleeping like five and one? Like that makes more sense. Like then Candy and Brian get Zelda time and like we all wake up earlier. Like why don't we all stay in one room and Maggie gets a room to herself. And I was like, don't suggest that. That sounds great. Don't they suggest that. They can have the queen room. Don't and you suggest can have the that to room. Candy. Don't suggest it to her. You can starfish in the king bed that isn't Candy's. She's fucking pissed. She says she should get the king bed. Well, she's older, has more insurance. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> but the book is better because they are explicitly gay in mm-hmm, the book. Mm-hmm. Okay. The girls. Yeah, fried green yeah. tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe, you guys. That's what we're talking yeah. about. So, yeah, in the book, they're having a gay relationship. And in the movie, they throw flour at each other. And that is supposed to signify their lovemaking to you uh, as an audience member. Did you ever get that? I mean... When they are fighting in the play fighting in the kitchen, that they're gay? No, I, I feel like they're more hetero life mates. That it does feel that way. Like, Be- yeah. but I, the- You know Iggy's for sure. Right. Gay. But not that like that that they're just like super best friends. No, they're they're they are explicitly gay in the in the book. Maybe we should reboot Fried Green Tomatoes and make it a big gay movie. It should. God damn it! It should be a big gay movie. So anyway, now I'm going to Disney and I have to like pay for a bunch of <gasps> shit. And like, this I don't time, know. Kathy Bates can be Jessica Tandy. <gasps> yes, I love that. Love that. Huh? I love that. I love that journey for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the, we're just, I don't know, but I'm in a fucked situation now where it's going to cost me a ton of money and I'm not going to be able to sleep and what the fuck am I even doing? You're going for the bulls. But like also if they all went to Disney without me, I would have the worst FOMO. I would be really upset, you know? I wouldn't, man. Yeah. We've been so much. I know. And we know how hot it is and with a kid and... Like all the anxiety, like mm. someday I think we should just do a Disney resort vacation. That's what I want. For like four days. I legitimately do want that. And just That's... like go to Epcot once. Yeah. No, I mean that was what I wanted this to be, but then now we're staying out at Old Key West, which doesn't have amazing amenities, and we're also. Um, we did do that in May. We did one for four days. We only did two park days. We did Disney Springs for a day. We did a pool day. We tried to do the pool all the time mm-hmm. as much as we could. Just here for the pool. So, yeah. It was fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I do think you should just do a Disney resort trip where you just dick around and eat good food and mm-hmm. shit. And just Legit here for the snacks I this time. I wanted... I wanted the Cocoa Beach vacation. One. I'd love a Cocoa Beach vacation, too. That sounds amazing. A three-bedroom condo. So guess who would get her own fucking room? Maggie. And 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 two, (laughs) I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything. I just want to do nothing. I just want to... Yup. I want it to be warm. Because, like you have pointed out... By the time it gets to mid-February, you're like, I'm going to suicide myself. Mm-hmm. Winter is literally killing me. Mm-hmm. You need that little break. You need a little breaky break. Yeah. Our birthday trip last year was, I thought was perfect. It was. We went to one park for one day. Yep. And then tits out by the pool the rest of the time. Yeah. And then we also went to the Tiki Bar and the Witch Bar downtown. Yep. Which was, both of those were super fun. Mm-hmm. I actually liked the Spooky Bar better. Yeah, that was fun. It was super fun. So, yeah, that was a great trip. I just want to do. I just want to do nothing. I just want to do nothing. I just want to do nothing, and I don't want it to cost me a ton of money. Well, while you're in Orlando, I'll be in Galveston for uh, Mardi Gras. Woo, woo, woo. I'm gonna take my niece Morgan with me. She turns 21 on February 12th. Oh, that's fun. And on February 16th, so we're gonna get up at the butt ass crack of dawn and fly to Houston. That's very fun. So that's super, super I think, fun. I think I want to do that. I think when all my nieces and nephews turn 21, I'll take them on a trip. I love that. And go drinking you with Aunt Fifi. You have like 40 nieces and nephews. <laughs> it's just, this is I just, do. this is just a Maybe trick. a few of them will turn 21 in the same year and I can take a group. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. No, I think they're all spread out just enough. I was actually going to say that. I was like, aren't they all like a year apart they're at all least? Like a year apart, like, there's like, yeah. There's a couple where there's like two years in there, but like yeah. they're all... Except, so the next group... Except for your child and Calvin. Yeah. So the next group to do this trip would be Jaden, Christopher, Julianne. Mm-hmm. Because they're all like 17, 16, 15. Yeah. And then Serena and Tara are like 15, 13 this year. And then the next group would be like the, the other half of them. Yep. Jalen is 10. Violet's nine. Catherine and Kelvin are eight. Oh, I can take Catherine and Kelvin. That's what I was saying. Uh, they're six months apart. Yep. So we could go to Mardi. No, Catherine will be 21 till May. Um, I was like, we can go to Mardi Gras with Calvin and Catherine um, for my birthday. <laughs> I love the way you think. I love the way. You sound like a little witchy witch there. Oh, I love you. <laughs> um, and then, so the four of them are right after each other. And then Landon is the last one. Yeah. And he's just turning like five. He'll be five, I think, in November. So, yeah, I'm being busy. Busy few years when all those fuckers turn 21. Yeah, but the, like you just you you don't lie and like you did this for you. You're very excited. You're Fuck like yeah, I just I, did this I just me. made up an excuse to go on 40 trips. Yes. With, <laughs> with my youngins yeah. to teach them how to drink properly. That's right. That's right. I mean, maybe I'll consider where they want to go, but it'll be really where I want to go. Right. Like <laughs> I mean, if 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 they, if you say, you know, um, let's like drink around the world at Epcot and they say, let's go to Mardi Gras, you'll be like, mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they all have different birthdays too. Well, a bunch of them are in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bunch are in like October, November. So, and I haven't set a price limit. Maybe Landon wants to go to Oktoberfest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you guys. <laughs> You, but like you know, but that, actually, you don't have to be twenty-one to drink in Germany. I could take right. him when he's eighteen. <laughs> Maybe that will be the thing. If you want a U.S. trip, you have to be twenty-one. If you want an international trip, you have to be eighteen. That's right. <laughs> and then I'll take you drinking. Mm-hmm. We can literally drink. I think in every country at eighteen, right? I don't remember. I think beer for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of European countries have beer liquor ages, different ages for beer and liquor. I think you're right. And I also don't remember what they are. I think in Germany, it's like 16 and 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. So some are real young. Yeah. Anyway. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. I had a super important meeting today mm-hmm. that I set up four months ago and it was basically to talk about the program I've been running for 10 plus for 12 years and how it needs to be given back to the department that it's housed in and taken away from us. Yeah. And so I set it up. I had assumed that my faculty lead would take the rein on it because they know it's the big breakup meeting I've been begging them to have for two years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I confirmed with my supervisor yesterday, hey, they're going to take the lead on this, right? Oh, yeah, 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 I'm sure they'll take the lead. Okay. So we, I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare an agenda. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't prep anyone. Like, we're all going in blind. <laughs> sorry all going in blind at this meeting like to talk about this program and so i greet everyone and then the faculty member says hello and then she's like so shannon why don't you just start us off and i'm like what i'm like oh my god i've just been thrown under the bus for a high level meeting that like i assumed you were gonna lead thanks I pulled it off. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, God damn it. Yeah. By the end of the meeting, 
the other department was just like, so it sounds like we just need to absolve this program and uh, put it on hiatus and rework it and absorb it into some of the other things we want to do. And mm-hmm. we're like, okay. So that happened. I that, like, man. I would have been like, man, guys. Right, so I, I wanted to talk about quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. This yeah, that's, is a new term. It's a new term. It's quiet been going quitting. around. Quiet quitting. Does this mean like you gave your two-week notice and then was just like peace bitches and didn't show up and didn't tell anyone? Um, No. It's more like they want you to think it sounds like you're just doing the bare minimum. Quiet quitting is you are doing the like, like this is what. Quiet quitting is doing your job? That see that is the problem. <laughs> Quiet quitting is just doing your job. Fuck off. Because at some point, go fuck yourself. Because at some point, going above and beyond all day every day became the expectation. So I'm gonna read this little this little thing. Yes, and then we all got burnt out and we said are. we are putting in boundaries because you guys are taking advantage of us. I went on, oh, so I met new people this weekend and went on a few weird rants. So I hope uh, they don't think I'm totally a psycho. But one of those rants was about the healthcare system that I work for. And I encouraged everyone at the table, yes, you call in sick. Mm -hmm. That is not your problem. It is not your problem that they are working us to the bone and not hiring enough people to cover the work for when the one person that does the job is out. That is not your problem. I say that to my friend all the time. So she is a nurse and she is the one person in the cancer center who calls people to tell them they have cancer. That is her job. I mean, she has other parts to her job as well. But she is the only person who calls people to be like, I feel like two or three people should be doing that job. (laughs) So when she was out sick for a week with COVID, nobody did her job. Fuck off. And people blamed her for being gone. But that is like as workers, you need to fucking blame your boss for that. It is not the fault of the person taking their earned benefits because your time off, whether it's sick days or personal days or vacation time, that is earned benefits. Speaking of, I need to put in my time. All right. So we're going to read this little. This is great. The fact that a new term has been made up quiet quitting is really quite funny. This neologism is a term for workers doing precisely what their contract says and no more. That is working exactly your hours, taking exactly your breaks, turning your phone off, refusing to answer calls, texts, emails when you are not on the clock. It's called quiet quitting because apparently doing exactly your job is considered to be a form of leaving your job without actually quitting it. The actual name for this practice is... That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, it's clearly capitalism that made this up. Clearly some white, crusty old man made that up. The actual name for this practice is working to rule, and it is an ancient form of direct action from our unionized ancestors. They have coined a new phrase for it because the old one is hard to criticize. You're doing what you're paid to do. Isn't that what you promised you would do? Calling it quiet quitting is victim blaming. It paints workers exercising their rights as lazy shirkers trying to bilk money from the kind-hearted bosses who, after all they have given the workers a job, they're doing you a favor and you repay that by doing precisely what you signed an agreement to do. How very dare you? It's How dare you do what you committed to doing and nothing more? It's working to rule and it's part of of your right to protest, a right that the moneyed elites want to take away. Don't fucking let them. So that is that is what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about quiet quitting. It's fucking bullshit that they made up this new term and that to try to like shame people for having a good work-life balance and having boundaries. Take your boundaries. Don't do more than what they ask you to do. Your labor has value. Like, quiet quitting seems like you're doing the bare minimum, but that's not it. It just means doing what you were... I also feel like quiet quitting sounds like 
I fucking hate my job. I want out of it. And so I'm going to start job hunting mm-hmm. while still continuing to do my current job. But <laughs> I have kind of sound checked like out. Yeah, checked out. I have checked out being dedicated to this job because it sucks so bad. So quiet quitting kind of sounds like checking out of a job. Right. Like I still do it three or four years, but I've totally checked out. Right. And I'm only here to, to get the paycheck. To get the paycheck. Maybe yeah. that's a more accurate description. Right. Yeah. Not like I love my job um, and I'm going to set boundaries. Which is. Because you're taking advantage of me. Yeah. White guys we hate. Yep. Whoever came up with that term. I hate that guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely a white guy. All right. Are you ready for like, am I the asshole? Internet meme of the week. Were what, there any of the am I the assholes that you felt like we should go over? I don't know. Why don't you pick one? Okay. I don't, I don't know what was really striking me today. Let me, let me scan. Let me scan some. Do, 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 do. Oh, I didn't read you this one. All right. Am I the asshole for quote unquote slut shaming my sister after I found a condom under my bed? (laughs) Oops. So about me, I am 23, female. I am asexual. I find sex disgusting. If someone loves sex, I'm not rude to them. I don't think badly about them. If they have a healthy sex life and they are happy, I am happy for them. So my sister, who is 26, came to visit me with her fiancé four days ago. They got engaged two weeks ago, and I'm very happy for them. My sister knows that I'm asexual and how I am disgusted by sex. So I asked her nice as nicely as I could that if they do anything sexual in my house that I don't want to see or hear anything, or if they could please wait until I leave to go to school or work or the gym. She agreed, and I thought that was it. The first night they were here, I woke up to a weird sound, and it took me a moment to realize they were having sex in the next room very loudly, and they didn't close their door. What? I put my headphones in and listened to some music. I did not sleep well. It affected my school and job performance the next day. There were a few more incidents after that, when they had sex in the shower. Did they move... Did they move in? No, they're just visiting. They're visiting. And they For how long? A week? Like, yeah. Just like short little trip. And a weekend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and the OP asked them to please just not do it when she was around. Right? So they fucked in the shower. They fucked with the door open. They fucked again the next night. I asked as politely How many times do you have to fuck, man? Right. The Jesus. Ne- the next- that's giving like That's making my vagina hurt just listening to this. The next morning I asked again as politely as I could if they could keep it down or wait till I leave the house. She smirked at me, apologized and said, it won't happen again. Don't worry. I was cleaning my room this morning and I saw some trash under my bed. So I took it out and when I saw what it was, I almost threw up. It was a used condom in her bed. Gross. That is so disrespectful. I screamed and threw it on the floor and stood there in shock. My sister came to my room to see what was going on and she saw it and laughed and said, ha ha, oops, sorry. No, you're so disrespectful. Why are you having sex in your sister's room when she's giving you other places to do that? I hope she kicked them out. She did. I was so mortified. I could feel I was about to cry. I asked her if she did it in my bed and why they didn't clean up after themselves. She looked at me like I was a crazy person and told me to stop overreacting and that people in real relationships have sex all the time, how I should stop making being asexual and gay my whole personality and that I need to grow the fuck up and that normal men and women are meant to have sex with with each other and so on. So... That sister needs to go talk to Rain Dove Model and get some advice Mm. because if I was the asexual sister, I'd be like, you're a fucking cunt. Don't ever talk to me again because you don't respect me and my lifestyle and my boundaries. 
All right. Oh, here. So anyway, here's where I could be the asshole. I told her that this is my house and these are my rules. And if they can't respect it, then they can fuck right off. And also that if two grown ass people can't go one week without having sex, it's incredibly pathetic and sad and they need to learn how to control themselves better. She got. I love how she played the dad card. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I'll give her points for that. (laughs) She got upset and started to cry. Her fiance was in a store, so she called him and they left. They messaged me that I was an asshole and that I slut shamed my sister for being in love and that I need therapy for my problems. Bye bye. Yeah. Um, So what are comments saying? Not the asshole. Even if you weren't asexual, what the fuck? (laughs) Your sister should have more respect for people's personal space and boundaries. The nastiness of a used condom under your bed? So gross. No. No. Definitely not. Of all the people I've dated and had sex with, I've never once thought to just do it all over someone's house because sex is normal. Yeah. Scott and I have, I don't know if we've ever had sex on vacation. Yeah. Having sex on someone else's bed already makes them the asshole. Leaving a used condom doubles that. Laughing about it and insulting you in your home makes them some of the biggest assholes I've seen on here in a long time. This has nothing to do with slut shaming. You set boundaries in your home, which is your right, and they deliberately trampled all over them. Not the asshole. I'm I'm not asexual, and that would piss me off. Your sister blatantly threw your phobia in your face by disrespecting your house and your rules. Even after agreeing to wait until you were out and then making a show of doing it while you were there. Not feeling as though she rubbed your face in it is enough. She then crosses the boundary into your own personal space and leaves filthy evidence of it for you to find. Go to her house and shit in every room. Tell her her it is normal and if she gets grossed out cleaning it, she should go to therapy. (laughs) shit in every room it's normal she should uh she should go shit in every water tank in her sister's house right so the (laughs) um a lot of people said your sister was doing it on purpose and then op admitted in an update or in a comment somewhere that the sister admitted she did it on purpose to like try to teach her a lesson teach her a lesson cure her of her fuck off yeah some of the biggest assholes I've ever met in my entire time on the internet. All right, some internet things of the week. The greatest power hitter in baseball history posing for a photo with Aaron Judge. (laughs) Who is the greatest power hitter in baseball history? The great Hambino. The great Hambino from Sandlot. So I saw that and it made me laugh very hard. So the... Great Hambino from Sandlot posing with Aaron Judge. Um, if you went to the movies as a young person in the summer of 1992, congratulations, you're gay. And it's got a picture of Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, mm-hmm. Madonna in A League of Their Own, mm-hmm. and Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn in... Why Death did, becomes her. Death becomes her. I almost said murder. She wrote, and I was like, "Why did the wrong mm. thing just come into my brain?" Because they were murdered. They were murdered. So yes, death becomes her, which I fucking love. Uh, that seems like that all tracks. Yes. Yep. Sorry, you're gay now. Why didn't anyone tell me? Because <laughs> <sighs> I could have had so much more fun in college than I did. Yeah, I know. I'm just limiting myself to dick. All right. <sighs> one last one that made me laugh very ho- sorry. So it says. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for eels. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I am several fish and not a guy. <laughs> I am that for... That just like made you laugh too hard, so which is why we're reading it, isn't it? I am for eels. Ooh, I am for eels. <laughs> Never meant to make your daughter cry. I am several fish and not a guy. It really made me laugh. I love it. All right, all you people out there in Radio Land, um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher for your podcast listening enjoyments. Um, you can also find us on Facebook for at That More Thing. I think that's the only social media we run, right? We used to have a Tumblr, but I stopped putting things on it. And you can interact with us on Twitter 
I am Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. Add, uh, add a one to that. Are you looking up the number? Yeah, but we... I still owe one. From that was state. what I was trying to figure out. <laughs> yes. So we add two to the number that's here, not just one. Add one to the one that I was going to one. All right. This is episode 325. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Of that more thing with Shannon and Maggie. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>